Hi, this is Lisa Hazard with We Are All Psychic. I'd like to introduce this show with Misty and Akasha with a little warning that I was too close to my microphone, so I didn't know it until it was over, but I have a lot of noise on my end. I tried my best to edit it out, but I hope it's listenable for you, and thank you so much. Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lure, and we have Akasha back. Oh, yay! We're all psychic. That's the name of the yeah. podcast. And Akasha, um, do you still know we're all psychic? Yes, I still, still know. Oh, I love that. Still you know. Know. <laughs> I still know. And Misty's here, and we uh, we just we just got so excited about Akasha getting like wanting to do this again. We, mm-hmm. like, we we got like we got all these billions of ideas and we talked for hours about what we could talk about with Akasha. And we narrowed yeah. it down. It took a while and we narrowed it down to basically the negative energy. Negative energy, negative entities, negative forces. What are they? What's going on with that? What's that about? So, you know, so that's what we're gonna talk about. Um, you know, so Akasha, when someone comes up to you and says, I think I have an attachment, what what is that? What's happening there? What's an attachment? Mm. That's the first thing I think of when I think of like, because someone's like, I have an attachment. Do you have an attachment? You look like, you. I've heard that a lot. It's like one of the first things yeah. I've heard a lot. I, I have heard that a lot, but here, here's the thing about that. That attachment could be so many, so many things that it's like when somebody comes to me, it's like, oh my goodness, it could be so many things, but I have found that nine times out of 10, it's really just a buildup of negative energy and their chakras being blocked. It, it, nine times out of 10, it's that they're blocked and they have you know, no release of their negative energy. So it's their own um, negative energy manifesting in a physical way or in a way they're it could be Not just their own, but their environments and the people that they hang out with. It affect their yeah. energy too, right? Right. Yeah. Everything yeah. has energy. Everything and everyone has energy. And so everywhere you go, you're collecting all this energy. Well, it's one of the reasons why a lot of people who are pagans smudge themselves. Even the Indians smudge themselves because of this. And when she says because that, she's holding, a, she's holding a sage smudge stick. If you've never seen one, it's a yeah. bundle of white sage. She's just holding one. There's lots of different types. Right. And, and nine times out of ten, it really what it boils down to is they've not had all that energy dispelled, you know, cleared away. Because after a while, it can be a force to reckon with on its own. And it will impact and saturate every aspect of their life. Your mm-hmm. I, I love how you just described that, Akasha. I think that it's never been explained to me better in a better way. Because, like, uh, that's exactly what I have felt that is, too, in most cases. Right. Someone, someone themselves are, they, they messed up and they need help. And they're not, mm-hmm. you know, they're not getting any and they're just hurting themselves more and elders. And it feels or like they're in a bad environment. You can see oh. the actions, but right. you can feel it when you know the person. You can feel something. And then you could say it's a chakra, but at the root of it, it's psychological yeah. or a physical, something in making that Something is that wrong. You know, wrong. usually yeah. something's wrong. Um, and when I say that, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the person because I have found that 60% sometimes even up to 70 percent it's their environment it, it could be family it could be past environment you know okay. how you know childhood or college or high school or 
you know, some environment that they still have attached to them. It's just, it's just that, they, that they haven't let go. So like when someone comes and they have an attachment and you realize it's, it's not that nine out of 10 and it's a one, one out of 10, like what are examples that that could be? What's the most Ooh. common type of like an energy attachment or a negative energy okay. attachment? Not like a after that, no, actually, usually mm-hmm. after that, it is usually that uh, this class is usually broke into a multitude too. Okay. But the most common here will be um, either they are a, like an empath medium, but don't know that they are and they're starting to, their gifts are starting to align um, or they hid in their gifts for so long because they're afraid of this little shadow or this little that or whatnot. Um, or it could even be family curse, you know, something that, and then curse is the wrong word too. More like a, a, an energy that just keeps on following your family. You know, as everybody has their negative aspects of the family. You know, and it's finding ways of blocking that negative aspect and protecting yourselves from it. I get a huge number of it where it's more like you'd call a family curse, but I try to avoid the word curse because by using that, you in turn can curse yourself. (laughs) So to try to avoid the psychological aspects of that, you know, there are family attachments, I'll call that call it that i i have yeah. a friend that has one and i would like, like i'd like to ask you about that when if we have a chance to during the show. yeah with family attachments yeah. it could be the energy of the family or it could be spirits that are known to the family whether they be guardians whether they be messengers or entities that are just known with the family i mean i found out with my family we have a banshee tied to our family what, what is the so, banshee for, for you um, well, actually, a banshee is pretty much a person who's drawn, it's an entity that's drawn to pain, pain that comes from extreme severe loss. And actually, that's mm-hmm. the technical term of a banshee is. I always think of the Irish, the Irish version of a banshee. She's the lost woman in the, by, when someone's about to die, she comes wailing. Yeah, she's wailing eye. because yeah. of the loss. She's. She became into being because of loss and pain. Even the even the Irish one came into being because of loss and pain, Um, and is attracted to it and feeds on it. Um, But what 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 is its nature? I mean, what what is it? Spirit itself? Is it a a bunch of them that I have mind? I'm curious. No, my essence is your question. I got like I got a real literal (laughs) mind here. I want to know about them. Well, I mean. Mm -hmm. I think really what it is, is okay, I, I think of beings and stuff and entities as at one point in time, they had like a physical form. And, and sometimes some pain was so strong and they held on to it and refused to let go of it that even in death, that pain became them and turned them into something different. And with each entity, the root of it is always some kind of pain. Something caused the transformation into them being what they are. I, I banshee I'm familiar with because of you know my own family ties. You know, talking to family later on in life, most of the family know her as the lady in black um, or the wet lady because every time you see her, there's a puddle. There's always water 
in connection. Wow. She that's comes creepy. to warn. Ooh, she comes to warn of trouble or danger, and and never me of death, but everybody else of death. Okay. But like any time there's something bad that's going to happen, I mean, I have seen her regularly. Wow. And okay. She yeah, she does like to show up. So the way um, you explain it, I really like that. And you know, I want to add more like her- a guardian though. Uh, yeah, she's okay. a family it guardian. Like, it sounds like she's not yeah. that new. She's not feeding off no. of it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like yeah, I was. I mean, like she's still feeding off her pain. Yeah. Oh, she still feeds she's off of her pain. Taking it but... for you though, it's, it's, it, it happens it's to nourish her. Payment, you know. It's yeah. payment. <laughs> we, call it payment. <laughs> we call it payment. All right. I'll, I'll it. call it payment. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, when I think of these uh, these different types of spirits that I have interacted with, like such as what you've explained, I've seen stuff like that in certain, not that, but maybe I have seen one of those in, in a family before because I'm familiar with it. But right. I feel like some of these can also be from other dimensions, other. Yes. Know, they're all like it, everything after. Oh, yeah. Like the space of astral space or whatever I'm learning. I think <laughs> that is a good term for it right now. We've all felt this way, I think. Well, but there's also portals. Yes, and there's portals, I and mean, there's like things yeah. going on that we can't perceive with yeah. the senses we talk about. You well, know, I mean, you're considering it. when you're going dimensions and realities, uh, for every choice, there is another you, well, another million yeah, you, yeah. making mm-hmm. a ver- a different variations of that same choice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which is creepy <laughs> it's weird. yeah uh, it's hard for our minds to wrap around yeah and the yeah, everybody so. else has the exact same thing going on right and, 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 and then, then you've and got then reality <laughs> you got realities and uh realities and dimensions you have some that are not human yeah that's what i'm talking um, about that's what yeah. i'm talking about the non-human so there's i've so had a lot many. of interactions with those more in the last few years right where and I've they can come over yeah, yeah, they could cross me. over, yeah. but most of them are not here to harm. No, no, I mean that, that that's when you're talking about entities and spirits and stuff. A lot of people want to be terrified of them. Actually, if you're terrified of them, just remember, like out animal out in the wild, you don't want them to smell your fear because they're going to be attracted to you. They're not going to know why, but they're going to know you're afraid, so they're going to be afraid, and they're going to lash out because they're afraid because you're afraid. And mm-hmm. usually a lot of times what will happen even in the world of an entity. Yeah, it's not that people. Some people mm-hmm. see someone pissed off and they want to go hit that person in the bar. You know, yeah, <laughs> very yeah. angry. There. There's a food fight in the cafeteria. Let's just throw food. You know, I mean, it's, yep. that's how riots start, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, real in this plane, you know. <laughs> right. So I mean, when you're dealing with attachments and stuff, there's so many different kinds. But a lot of the family attachments, when it concerns spirits and entities, are not bad. Um, unless, of course, it's a bad family member, you know, that the family has found and chosen to keep alive in memories and stuff. Well, certain family members should not be kept alive in people's memories. Um, eventually should die out as quickly as possible um, due to the fact that their energies not, should not be welcome. You know, this should, yeah. But some families can't let go of certain people and that makes it hard. And then it's like the people that don't know of 
you know, Uncle Phil that used to mess with little girls because most of the family is males and they thought he was cool and awesome. You know, he took on hunting trips, you know, let them use their cabin whenever they wanted. They never experienced being a little girl, you know. You know, they really never talked to their little sisters and found out what was going on. And if they did, it only happened once or twice and then was shut up because, hey, it's a family secret. Mm-hmm. And then family's Uncle Phil is gone, long and gone, but everybody's got mementos of him in their houses and stuff like that. And you know, there, his energy is there, live and strong. Especially, let's say one of the the little girls he messed with killed him. You know, then he has a violent death. A violent death definitely can keep a soul here longer. And you got all these mementos everywhere. The whole family's keeping somebody alive that really had his place it's had it you know had their time should be released <laughs> man that's just amazing i could just listen to you talk like you i mean that's just amazing misty do you have any questions right at this point because i'm like I'm yeah like, oh, oh yeah yeah exactly yeah um so like if you do experience like um one of these uh entities um i've seen a lot of shows uh, over the years, you know, I love like haunted house stuff, you know, and a lot of them say, um, you basically have to tell them to go towards the light and to leave, you know, and stand your ground in it. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've helped assist many move on. Um, some, no matter what you do, will not move on. Um, but in any case, for the majority of them, as long as you stand your ground and you be firm. You yeah. Know? And a lot of the people that I have see that have the most trouble of them are the shy people. You know, they seem to be attracted to the shy people because they know the shy people are not have that going to have that command in their voice. You know, mm-hmm. like disciplining a child, you've got to have that sternness. You That's have a good to way to put it. Like it, a child, it go. is like disciplining a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because that's exactly what it is they don't have the mentality anymore they have more of like a childlike mentality yeah because it's not all the way them it's not all of them mm-hmm. it's just like a- no it's more I, like I've a shadow had, of them is it is that the piece that maybe the soul retrieval is about in shamanism i would love to do a podcast with, with a shaman any shamans in a mission any shamans <laughs> out there especially if you're in alabama Run away if you're in Alabama. Well, I mean, I counted a certain aspect <laughs> of the person, various aspects of the person that remains. Yeah. And when you concern a person, there's so many aspects of yeah. them. Energetically, and too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even with dealing with the dead, you know, there have been some times where I've seen the same person, but it's like fragmented, only a small yeah. part. And then I'll see another, I'll see them again and again and again throughout a place. But they're different, but they're the same, but they're different. And it, that's just because it's just that fra- it's more like a fragment that's what i was thinking of and those are a yeah. whole lot harder to deal with when you're dealing with something that's fragmented because you gotta yeah put the whole together and you might not want to have the whole together before you yeah. banish it and the idea is to banish it um you can try to tell it to send it to the light but there's certain order orders that i feel that you can't give because there's certain negative some ones, people right some that well you know it doesn't matter because sometimes you could say go to the light and they're not meant to go to the light their journey is elsewhere and that this, mm-hmm. this, just because it's not the light doesn't mean it's a good journey that's not a good journey 
okay. you know, it could mean that they're going to a different dimension that's a hell lot better for them and happier, you know, you know yeah. or or a different plane of existence or, you know, it 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 varies. I've I've discovered that through astro projecting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when it concerns the entities and stuff, that it isn't the choice of going to the light. They have a multitude of choices. Um, well, let me tell you this. Um, I've had experience with one, um, and it really hit me when you said um, that it, they like to come around when things aren't going good and things are bad. Yeah. That was the only time. Yes, that was the only time that it came around, actually, was probably the worst time of my life. You know, everything was bad. And tasty. Very, very negative energy around me. And, and that's when it hit. But, you know, it um, once that once I got out of that place and, um, you know, got out of that situation, it was it was gone. Right. It, you know, and I mean, it was so bad. I even saw I took a picture of it. You want to tell the story? Or I took a picture. Um, well, I think I have before. Um, I don't remember you've told me, but I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, to make a long story short, um, I, I was having these dreams and um, I could feel this negative energy around me. And so I got the camera out and I took a picture and, and in the background next to me, there was like a demon in that picture, like, like a smoky. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a smoky and it was um, like a, a skeleton kind of face, maybe. Um, yeah, it was not good at all. But um, yeah, it was it was only there when um, things were chaotic. And, you know, after like that bottom I, feeder. What's that? A bottom feeder. What's a bottom yes, feeder? You've told me about the bottom feeders before. This is really cool. I mean, not um, cool, but it's, it's, it's they're more like the parasites of uh, 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 what I would call parasitic. Um, they really are, you know, they don't really have any power or anything. All they really can do is feed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, and they usually feed off of the waste of others. So it makes me wonder with this, I mean, it sounds like like what I would call a bottom feeder, even the energy and the flavor of it when you're describing it, this remind me of like a bottom feeder feeding off the waste, the leftovers. Mm -hmm. uh, something that, that trauma and stuff that happened was probably caused by something very dark and something big um, mm -hmm. in, in the energy realm. And it was probably, could be even demonic that happened that tore you mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. um, once once somebody's torn down and they're in a very low state, you attract so many types of parasites. It is not even funny because mm -hmm. your energy, you're just tasty candy at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And your beacon, your your color and your sound, everything is just, it makes you so edible to them. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard when you get into a state of depression to fight your fight for yourself back because you're not just fighting for your mental, emotional, psychological, and physical health. You're really fighting for your spiritual health to keep yourself whole and rebuild yourself because you legitimately have been torn apart more than what you think. Because if you were to look at a depressed person, 
through the eyes of somebody who can see energy and can really see what's feeding off of them, it can it can be quite scary. Sometimes you can see the big entity that caused it, but a lot of times that big entity or whatever it was that caused it is long gone. And all you're left is seeing is what I would call the bottom feeders feeding off mm-hmm. of the weight that is keeping you trapped there. You know, yeah, they're and, feeding you know, negativity. A lot of it was the other person I was with too. Um, I think that they're, they're the ones that brought the negative and, you know, but you know what though, after, after it was over, even when it was still happening, but we finally got rid of most of it, you know, I know I had like protection from like angels. Yeah. I know I did. Like I could feel them. And we they did a lot protection. of protection. Well, it seems that angels yeah. and demons kind of go hand in hand for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. But, I, I'm learning more and more about that both, but, um, you know, they, they, well, I don't really call it necessarily angels. A lot of people call the positive or the light force angels or angelic because they are, you know, entities and creatures of the light. Mm-hmm. Um, so angels, the term angels is quite, I have found fluid for anything that, you know, of, you know, the more good, you know, the more positive side of the force and stuff. Right, right. Um, but you have to understand the reason why they go hand in hand, the darkness and the light, is because they will always war each other. They're going they to. They seem like the yep. extremes mm-hmm. of, of love and absolute lack of love is what they seem to represent to me. Love mm-hmm. and complete yeah. hate. Yep. Lack of love. Yeah. Here. They, they do. I mean, but then again, nothing, the goal is our goal. There. It's like, yeah, because they, 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 they want to feel love again and they can't otherwise. They've, they've destroyed that. It's more them. than that. Okay, that's why I think they have to go find it somehow, <laughs> like find to get it back. I have no idea. I'm just like. It's going, actually more know, than really? that. Our souls are uh, the, the energy in our spirits and our souls is that of a nuclear bomb. So the amount of the intense amount of energy that we possess inside of our beings is unsurmountable. I mean, the war is over that energy. Yeah. You know, and control over that energy. And a lot of people don't uh-huh. understand how precious that energy really is. It's way more precious than anything you'll find on Earth. Well, like, you know, I've powerful. always heard. I've always heard the saying, um, the devil doesn't want what it already has. You know, I I mean, I've heard that all my life and really it makes sense. Like, that's really what you just said. You know, I I mean, why would, you know, the devil go after a dark energy when they're already dark? Yeah, but it's not (laughs) just the dark energy that's going after our souls. It's both. They're both fighting. Well, yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Some people look at it this way, is that it's a war. Okay, they both want it, but I want it too. It's mine. (laughs) So that's where a lot of the pagans are at this type of age. They're they're tired of seeing the good and the, you know, the good and the bad fighting, you know, both sides always fighting over us and there are some of us that have just opened our eyes to the point you know that's a huge part of it is jealousy and the other part is control but also you know if if mankind was to combine our souls together we would be more powerful than both sides yeah Um, we would actually create a third side um and we wouldn't be so vulnerable to either side. And I know a lot of people think the good side is good, 
eh, it has its drawbacks too. <laughs> Just say, yeah. <laughs> I would not call an angel down on uh, down in a situation and make a deal with an angel. I just would not. Just like I wouldn't do a demon. I wouldn't I know, do right? either. I wouldn't go deal with no deals. No deals with any entity, mm -hmm. please. <laughs> Unless it's yeah. like, you know, unless it's like I'm helping them. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's mutual yeah, and, 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 and it's like over, it's yeah. over. Like, yeah. It's like my cousin and you know, or my, my, my grandfather's or you know, and they took labor. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know <laughs> When you part I'll ways, I'll the deal is done. Uh, but from like okay, we're going back, going back up on track. When it concerns it, attachments and stuff, majority of the times I find out and figure out, you know, once it's not their energy or in a blockage, that it's usually a good bit of times had to do with some kind of family or some kind of trauma. Now, if it's trauma, then it's having to help them work through their trauma, and that's more of the psychological. But like I just said before psychological does not equate a spiritual battle actually the bigger psychological traumas that we're going through and having to heal from the more of a spiritual battle we're going through too it, mm -hmm. just, it, it goes hand in hand yeah um an assault on one part of aspect of ourselves is an assault on all of it um and then once you clear out that, yeah, you know, once you clear out that, there's a very small percent where it's others. And when it concerns these others, you have to be very, very, very careful about how to deal with them. Um, because some can be just as dangerous to expel and detach from a person or as it is to be in the presence of it. Um, and then if you go after it wrong, you could end up giving it more power or even power over yourself. Yeah. And then there's also the contaminant, contamination effect. You know, when it concerns some of these darker entities, they can really attach and banshees can attach. Um, I've known some that had like a werewolf energy that was attached and come to find out it was something that they needed to deal with from their past in order to, you know, get the werewolf to leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Somebody was trying to protect them, but they didn't see it as a protector. So they were fighting their protector and it became vicious and horrible. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it, but it, it, which is a weird case. I mean, in that case, that's, that was a weird case that I heard, but each case is totally different and how you go about it depends on, treatment because sometimes it's healing the phys physical and the psychological at the same time as dealing with the entity and then sometimes you have to have a group you will not want to go up against some of these entities by yourself no no and then the group that you go with has to know like the rules because like some when you go into the process and the entity is you know appearing because of you know by pulling them out they actually take form that to not look at them because by looking at them you yourself could become possessed by them you know there's safety tips with a variety of one a, a variety of them and i know like the most dangerous what? okay the one, tell like, us yeah catholic church when i was in the catholic church like um we heard about demonic possessions 
Yep. The concern goes, you have to be very, very, very careful because you can be possessed just from earshot um, if your spirit is not strong enough um, by looking upon them, touching them. And when it concerns that, that kind of a possession, it's really destructive to the body. And, and mm -hmm. that, it is. That, that's actually scarier because then you get to figure out what phase of possession that they're in. Um, because it actually takes quite some time for possession to happen. It doesn't How long? just happen overnight. It usually takes years. You usually see a lot of the violent stuff that people are talking about in show on, on shows mm -hmm. before the possession happens. That's because there's an actual physical battle for the, the soul that's going on. So what can somebody um, do if they think that they've got something like a lot of anger issues all of a sudden on them and, you know, they've got some of the signs um, or will they even know? They will not know. I mean, the person who's going through it usually will not know. And that's the scariest part. Everybody mm -hmm. else will see it. Um, the only way the per person really won't know until they start seeing marks and cuts and stuff up on their body. And a lot and of it's always a three, isn't it? Um, really? No, no. Not all the times. The marks, the cuts, and bruises can show up in various forms, even burns and stuff. Okay. I've even heard of somewhere the cuts started looking like they were from being happening from the inside and mm. showing on the outside. That, that, that's been creepy and weird. And, and with that, the only thing that, you, I mean, there's herbs and stuff that you can use, very powerful herbs, and a whole lot of them. And there are all kinds of chants and stuff that you can use to help and aid. But the basis of exorcism doesn't work unless the person themselves helps. You know, yeah. Unless they themselves make the choice to expel, there's nothing anybody can do until the demon finally lets go. And yeah. the demon may or may not let go. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they will because once they possess the body, the body is nothing. It's worthless. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's horrible what happens to the body, but it's not as often cases as that happening. Um, most of the time, like a lot of times with people who are dealing with paranoid schizophrenic, I do believe a lot of them have either encountered demonic possession or is battling demonic possession or has you had fight, fought and mm -hmm. suffered damage because of it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a fight. It's a really, really big battle. Um, and that, and that, that's just from my experience of being like, <laughs> been in the mental institution a few times and their energies, when they're in the worst of it, it is, it is it's like a battle. Huge, you know, I, huge that's, battle. that's what I was diagnosed with. Well, I was diagnosed with schizoaffective, but um, that's I don't think it's that's my same. experience, man. Uh, I don't know. I have psychotic break, and I, I can't. I, you know, all the health problems I've had since. Well, children, yeah, nothing has touched the terrifying. I mean, the physical, the emotional, uh, everything. The psychosis. A full psychotic break felt like. Right. I can't, I can't well, I mean, I begin to explain it. But I when think you talk right about now, you talk you're about suffering it. the damage. 
I think right now you're suffering through the damage that was done. Oh, I'm okay yeah. now. I yeah, get it. you're I okay did. now. Yeah. Long time, man. Oh, shoot, man. Yeah. I would go back, but I'm actually, sometimes I'm actually doing stuff like what Marissa talked about in a podcast we did last night. I haven't uh, finished um, mixing it, but uh, the shadow work type stuff, I've been working right. on that. So a lot of people have, and people keep talking about it. So I was like, I'll look at some of my shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to do it too. I actually it's don't hard. recommend shadow work. <laughs> I don't recommend shadow work this time of year. Yeah. Um, I have had a lot of people, especially over the past couple it's, of months, yeah, sit there and ask me to. Yeah. And I sit there and I tell them, no, not this time of year. Hit me up in the spring. <laughs> and the reason why is because people are battling depression as it is this time of year. Um, mm -hmm. Shadow work can bring you on the brink uh, of depression um, very, very easily. Um, it doesn't need the help of the season <laughs> you know the time yeah. of the year i don't know why yeah. but for me it was already just happening i was losing it does happen but it was it does it was it was because i was needing to process some of the stuff right that i had this time been, of year we always do away. there are stuff whenever i don't deal with something and i put it away you know yeah. you know how that is you put it away right. yeah and then oh. you deal with it. it's time to deal <laughs> with it it's like oh, I Right. But um, <laughs> at this time of year, we naturally do it anyways. Okay. That's yeah. what brings up uh, the depression. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need to force it when it's already, you know, let the natural part happen on its own, but start, you know, the actual physically, you know, thinking about it in spring. Because in spring, it's hard to remain depressed when there's pretty flowers and babies, you know, little Weather. baby bunnies yeah. and baby birds, then, you know, yeah, kittens. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you got all the pretty little things. So it's easier to have that balance that you need when you're doing shadow work. Because <laughs> when you do yeah, shadow work, it's idea. very easy to get trapped. And if you're doing it like in you know November, December, January, February, I've known people who've gone and done shadow work during this time of the year, and they <laughs> didn't come out the same. Yeah, um, and they yeah, usually needed hospitalization yeah. or they died. It's terrible. Uh, really? of yeah, depression. You, you yes. Go into a psychosis doing that. Um, and yeah. on that note, Akasha, I just <laughs> I want to leave them hanging for you. I want to leave them hanging for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> anybody who's got any kind of issue like this, definitely talk to your doctor, you know, too. Definitely. You know, every angle, every angle, spiritual, physical, mental. Right. But it's yeah. all together. Magical. Get it all together and try. If you've got a problem, execution. Get it. Not yourself. And do your Something. research. Figure it out. Yeah, do your research. Find help and look yes. at every aspect. Medical, you know, yeah. spiritual, anything that could be wrong. Find any way you can help yourself and have other people help you. Ask them. And uh, thank you, Akasha. I love you like a sister. And Miss <laughs> you, you like another sister. It's like I got all these <laughs> sisters now. I don't know where they came from. I, Mikey's like, why do you have so many girlfriends? I, was like, I don't know. They're great though, aren't they? I never have any friends. It's just like I have all these friends like that I actually see and talk to regularly. I was so shy when I was younger. But anyway. Well, because you're so awesome. That's why. No, yeah. No. No, I didn't have any yeah. friends. It wasn't that I was shy. I was a wallflower. I, I was shy. I just didn't like to, I, was I felt just so humiliated. I was like, you know, the empath thing when I was younger and not knowing what it was. I felt everyone yeah. else's sensitivity, like when oh, they were I embarrassed did. or something. I was totally, I thought it was me. And I was also feeling that way. You know, I, I was like feeling ridiculously embarrassed by everything I thought. Right. 
<sighs> like I could, I felt like everyone could read my mind, and I was really paranoid that anyone knew I was. Because he could that. read most of theirs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Movie too. Well, I was always moving. Confusing. I was moving from um, state to state at times, well, most of the time, growing yep. up in school. So. Um, Me too. And I was an empath. So I felt everybody's feelings as if they were my own. And I had PTSD on top of it all. So I just tried to blend into the background. I didn't yeah. want anybody to see me because I sure saw and heard and felt them and too many times answered their thoughts to where I was like, okay, I, I'm scaring my classmates. So button my mouth. Yeah. In school, yeah. Yeah. Hide away. Don't say nothing. It wasn't that I wasn't sociable. I could have socialized. I just too many times have made too many oopsies that scared too many. And if it wasn't my magical abilities that did it, it was my psychological stuff because of the childhood traumas and stuff. You know, I couldn't talk about my childhood. And when I did slip, people didn't was, know how to read. They didn't want to say or do, did they? Yeah, no, yeah. they didn't. And, and I, yeah. I, and if I were to talk to people about the things that were even like that, I didn't have things like to happen to me. That yeah. And we got less than a minute than this thing. <laughs> no. Got a lot of bombs about to explode, guys. No. You know, we got to talk okay. about our traumas. We started getting into shadow work. It's trauma time. Okay. No, no shadow work. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everybody. Missy, thank you. Natasha, thank, thank you. Thank you. I love Thank you. Have a great night. Bye. Bye, Akasha. Bye. Bye. Bye.